Hello, Internet. Welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. Let me start off by saying thank you to all the people that have uh, sent in their requests for my uh, exit catchphrase. I'll be doing the first one tonight. It is sent by Ryan Silva via Facebook. But you have to wait until the end of the episode to hear it. This one was a weird one, guys. Everything's going great. That does not make good for a therapeutic podcast. I don't know how to fill up 20 minutes of everything's great. Um, luckily, I managed to f- <laughs> find a few chinks in the perfect armor that was this week. Um, first and foremost, this was my first week without therapy, and I was a little anxious. It was already, uh, uh, I usually go on, uh, went on Tuesdays, and it was really strange. Not knowing what to do with myself, I had the whole day off, and I ended up just um, getting a lot of work done around the house. Uh, there was something that ended up uh, happening at work that uh, kind of re- uh, affirmed my uh, beliefs in that I've changed, uh, which I guess I'll just jump right into. I was working with a coworker, uh, and I don't mind doing a lot of work. I like being productive. I have certain things I like done in certain ways. That's me. I've been uh, working in and out of coffee shops for so long that I, I just have kind of a set way I want things sometimes uh, in terms of, uh, of a, kind of a timetable of, of when to do things uh, in terms of opening, closing, uh, just to get out of there in a timely manner, because it's work and I don't necessarily want to be there longer than I have to be. I have things like this podcast to do. Basically, she wasn't kind of meeting me halfway in terms of, of helping me. I actually used some assertive speaking. It was really cool. I got, I wouldn't say angry, but I got frustrated. And I was like, look, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to smoke a cigarette. I took kind of a timeout and then came back and used assertive speaking, used I statements instead of you statements talked about the the situation, not the person, and it was really well received, and I don't work with this person until, you know, next week, so we'll see if it worked in the short term, the long term, but, it, you know, my feedback to her through this assertive speaking was really positive, and it felt like, okay, even, obviously, you know, I, I may not have kind of a, a group therapy sounding board, you know, every week like I used to, and I was a little anxious about that, but really that 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 situation at work just really kind of reaffirmed, like I said, it made me feel like, okay, like, I am changing, and I can keep it together, and I, you know, eventually, you know, I was going to be out of the therapy, you know, I was going to have that kind of, you know, crutch kicked up from under me, I was going to, you know, have get, you know, booted out of the nest, and I was going to have to learn how to, you know, deal with the real world, you know, post-change, post-therapy. Uh, I refer to it to um, pre and post-Vatican II Doug. You know, that I, I was a little worried about, you know, post-Vatican II Doug and how he was going to, you know, do things and if he was going to refer to himself in third person like a creep. But uh, he didn't. Uh, no, he did, actually. Um, I did. And because that's quite enough of that. But I handled myself really well and I took the time out and I did this sort of speaking and I'm going... It seems so common sense, people. I know it does, but when you kind of have a miswired head, not a head full of bad wiring, I mean, I wasn't like a broken radio, but yeah, my knobs were a little loose and things weren't quite connecting the way they should be. And, you know, some of these things that I, uh, some of the, the, the social, uh, kind of the, the communication skills seem so common sense, but man, I did not use them for, you know, half my life um, to my detriment. And to other people's detriment. So, um, 
that's a really positive thing. Like I said, it's going to be a lot of positivity this week. Uh, I wouldn't say I've been like in a great mood the whole week, but you know, I've been kind of even keel and I'm okay with that. Um, I'd rather be, you know, just okay than, than pissed off all the time or depressed. You know, kind of another proving ground moment was uh, over the weekend. I had a friend who uh, was an ex-girlfriend that uh, asked me to, to hang out. And uh, in my usual manner, I, I overthought everything. And then people were like, I, I had talked to someone and I talked to my friend Deb and, and she's like, you're overthinking, don't do that. You're, you know, working yourself up into this, you know, neurotic mess. And I was like, it's good for the podcast. It's good for the podcast. That's true, but um, it's not good when I'm not recording. So, um, you know, I was kind of turning myself into a neurotic mess, a hot mess. And um, I was like, okay, I'm just going to let it go. And I thought, oh, crap, now I'm going to underthink it. And I'm going to be kind of caught off guard because I didn't know what context you wanted to meet was, you know. Turns out she invited me for a girls' night out. Uh, so hot on the heels of up against uh, Shooting the Gap guest, who originally thought I was gay. And then the following day, to be invited out for a girls' night out was kind of an uh, emotional hit. Uh, it was an act of humility for, uh, or acts of humi humility for, uh, not any acts of humidity, but acts of humility for, for hours. Um, but, you know, I had a lot of fun. I met one of her friends. I got a little tired and moody near the end, um, and they kept going like, are you okay? Are you angry? And I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm just, you know, I'm tired. And when I get tired, I, I get a little, well, cranky. Um, you know, I was kind of getting to the, you know, nonverbal shutdown part of the day. And, uh, you know, it had been a long, long night. Um, we went out to the zombie crawl and um, went and got dinner and ended up on South Broadway seeing a show um, where a band whose name I don't know, who didn't have any CDs, put on an amazing show, this fantastic, um, blues rock band, not bluegrass, but like bluesy, I mean like, like, you know, kind of the, like, if like B.B. King joined Black Sabbath, you know, but this chick, this, this woman that was fronting him was just belting it out like a pro and... She was great, and the guitarist was great. I ended up talking to both of them uh, later on out when I was having a cigarette, and you know I was really disappointed that they didn't have you know anything I could I could get, I could buy and get and have, and I missed you know their their name, and uh, I wish them all the best, whoever they are. Uh, you guys did great. Um, I'm sure I could do some research on the internet, maybe I will, and I'll do a you know I'll update you guys next week when you when you uh, you know when you tune in for the next episode. If you've been following for the last couple of weeks, speaking of which, uh, you'll realize, you know, um, I had some technical difficulties, not in terms of this show, but in terms of a different, in terms of recording uh, No Applause uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was dealing with the RAM issue, and uh, I, I believe, you know, I went and said, uh, oh, the good, you know, the bad news is my, my computer didn't take the four gigs of RAM, the good news is it took three, and that was enough, and that's very true, um, but I'd spent the money on, on four gigs of RAM, so I went and replaced it. Uh, got switched out for the two gigger, replaced it at work. Bing, bang, boom, and everything's running smooth. Um, I even um, freed up uh, about 50 gigs of hard drive space uh, uh, in something called The Undertaking. What that was was uploading all of the raw audio from Dam, from Shooting the Gap, from No Applause, and uh, uploading it all to the server where I have unlimited space, um, and uh, also, uh, you know, backing it up on my external hard drive, 
and freeing up 50 gigs. So, I mean, really, it's just been everything coming up millhouse uh, technology-wise with me. Like I said, uh, it's it's going to be a lot of positivity in terms of, of, you know, what's going on. Speaking of, you know, coming up against the gap, you know, they put out their first guest episode. This will be up a couple weeks after that. That was trying to sit for two hours listening to people yell about sports. But we had a lot of fun. I'm going to talk to their guests. I think I want to have them kind of be um, a recurring guest um, uh, to pop up more often. I really liked the energy that he brought and the dynamic that he put in. I, you know, I have a s- couple of notes for uh, for the, the the Gap Boys in terms of just structure when you have a guest. Um, it was something we had never really tackled in, in terms with um, the boys. They ran for two hours, like I said, which was fine. I knew it was going to run early, or, or, uh, run over, uh, excuse me, run over uh, the usual soft hour because they had a guest. It was going to be an extra top five. I had, you know, my own opinions on certain things. Um, so I knew we were going to run over, and the two hours is fine. Um, couldn't split in half and put it out across, um, you know, two weeks because it's time sensitive, which was really, you know, that that worked for me. Um, but it was a real steep learning curve uh, in terms of having a guest on a show. I know that, you know, we had scheduled uh, a friend of mine who's an internationally renowned slam poet um, to be on no applause, and unfortunately, just through scheduling, and then he and health issues, uh, he hasn't been on. But I think you know we were really prepared in terms of let's kind of get a couple notes together just to keep the conversation going, and we'll still aim at our usual hour. Um, and I think it would it's easier when you have that kind of structure in place, like we do with no applause with a whiteboard or some notes, um, as opposed to with the gap where it's a lot looser in terms of. Um, literally I just hold up signs that say, you know, you're at 50 minute mark, you're at a you know, half an hour mark and really they decide, you know, when and where the topic ends or begins or the sidebars that the sidebars they take. And anytime I can learn something new is, is always great. I love adding the wrinkles to my brain. Um, and, uh, but the gap went really great with James. Rumor has it that tomorrow, um, which, uh, this, I think this will be, uh, a week after or so we're going to have, um, my friend, uh, Dan, um, guest on Shooting the Gap, and then the following night, um, Saturday, we're going to have his wife, my friend of 17 years, uh, Gretchen, guest on No Applause. Once again, it's it's a surreal moment where I'm trading emails back and forth between Dan and Gretchen, who, you know, are independent of each other at, at this point in the day, and I'm, you know, sitting at my computer, and I'm firing off emails, and I'm coordinating um, you know, when and where and, and, and all this and giving them, you know, what they need and, and this is what to expect and this is, you know, don't worry about this and da 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 And I was like, this feels like this is, you know, progressing as a business. Like, we're, you know, building the numbers we want. They're a little lower than I originally intended, but, you know, it's a work in progress. Um, I didn't expect to be the nerdist overnight. I, I, I you know, didn't expect to be you know, get, you know, uh, Marin's, you know, WTF numbers right off the bat. Well, I don't think Marin had Marin numbers right off the bat. Maybe he did because he was the only other podcast uh, between him and Rickard Gervais. But, yeah, so, uh, but no, it, it feels like, you know, there's progress being made. We're coordinating guests. We're, you know, you've heard me talk about it. it it's been kind of pushed back and pushed back, unfortunately, and delayed. Um, but, you know, we're going to be launching um, a vintage video game show which may or may not be on the network by the time this uh pops uh up 
on iTunes, you know, the golden cartridge, which is uh, going to be a lot of fun. And I, I look forward to guesting on that um, and talking about kind of all the all the games that, you know, I, I used to play uh, back when I were a lad. And uh, speaking of games, uh, unfortunately, I don't have the wherewithal right now um, to get the new Batman Arkham Origins. It comes out uh, tomorrow as of when I'm recording this. So by this point, I'll like half my friends will have beaten it. But I got the mobile edition, and it's a lot of fun. It's it's kind of got the same game mechanics as the mobile Injustice got among us. But once again, it, it's more Batman. It's got the uh, cross uh, cross uh, platform, the console unlocks. A lot of great costumes by the looks of it. You've got Earth 2, you've got Thrill Killer, you've got... Um, they're going to be releasing uh, Batman 1 million. Um, they've got a Batman Beyond, which is one of my favorite iterations of Batman. I'm a huge Batman Beyond fan. Uh, yo, Terry McGinnis, shout out to a fictional character, uh, who is set in the future, so he doesn't, he's not even born yet, so who gives a shit? Um, and, you know, and, and um, we're still working on KBACN, I'm dragging ass on writing it, uh, which makes Deb drag ass by proxy to edit it. Um, not that I'm blaming her, obviously, it's, it's up to me to write. And really, um, I've talked about wanting to do, to finish the novel in November, and I'm going to amend that in terms of I want to do a thousand words uh, a day, but I can. Uh, I'm going to amend it to I can. It won't be just the novel. I can split that a thousand words uh, a day um, and allot it to either a thousand in you know one piece or three hundred in each. Um, but I'm only allowed to write uh, two or three things. Uh, I, I want to focus on finishing the novel, uh, working on K the KBCN script and you know at least trying to nail down uh most of the first season of that um getting the the novel back into shape um and there's a short story that um i've mentioned before where a lot of people liked uh kind of my twist on um the supernatural and uh, i really want to finish that um i had kind of hit a wall with it and kind of let it sit for a while and then i kind of cracked the story wide open and went, oh, that's, that's exactly what this needs. Like, there was no real uh, eminent climax. There was no real eminent threat. Eminent, not, there was a long-term threat, but, you know, there was, a, there was a, my, th my third act threat, but I didn't have, or like, a real good, like, you know, the second act was really weak. And uh, I ended up cracking that wide open and making the notes for it, and I never went in and kind of finished it. So um, I'm hoping by the end of November... Um, I'll have the, the, the podcast script ready, or at least, you know, to a point where I feel comfortable, you know, giving the go ahead on, in terms of we'll, we'll start doing table reads and, and casting and figuring out the actual mechanics and, um, of recording a radio play plus doing all of the mixes. And that's going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of work. Um, I think I've mentioned on this before that, you know, KBACN was, uh, KB. ACN, yeah, I said that right. Um, you know, it was going to be based in like seasons because um, it's going to take a lot of work to put together kind of each each act of uh, each season is going to be broken down. Well, each season is its its own act in a, in a three-act um, kind of story arc. Um, and then each season is broken down into, you know, uh, between five and ten episodes. So, um, you know, probably around six or eight um, so you're looking at a you know a total of like 24 episodes, but it's going to be coming out in six month arcs. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I don't want to say too much because we're going to be teasing it um, probably uh, at the end of the year. 
Man, I can't believe it's already been 20 minutes. I, I've really, I've covered everything uh, on, on my list. Like I said, there's really not a whole lot going on. It's coming up on Halloween. Um, I'm gearing up for that. Uh, the girl who invited me to the the uh, uh, Halloween party that um, that I kind of uh, who vomited all over uh, hasn't come back in to give me any details, and I'm not overly worried about it. I mean, like I said, uh, that's that's who I am. Um, I, I get excited for Halloween. I nerd out on costumes. I nerd out in general. Um, about Doctor Who and and that kind of thing, you know. And if you don't get me on that, then you know that's that's fine, you know. Um, say la vie and no harm, you know, no harm, no foul, and no blood, no foul, and no harm, no blood. You know, you probably only have blood after harm. I don't know why we got so uh, Hippocratic all of a sudden. So, um, from all of me at uh, Doug's acute mental neuroses and from my neuroses. Uh, this would be the exit catchphrase submitted by Ryan Silva from Facebook. Uh, thank you very much, and that shit is whack. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for Omos Bacon and Banjo!